This is the Italian Real Estate Podcast, here to help you with the ins and outs and basics of Italian real estate presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Of course, we are back at it again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. And of course, I'm Rafael Di Furia. And in this episode, we wanted to talk about a potential necessity or maybe lack thereof and try to answer the question, do you need to speak Italian? Do you have to speak Italian when you are wanting to purchase property in Italy? So Marco, I know there's very many ways that this answer could be questioned. We'll probably get into some of those different ways in this episode, but on just a surface level, does a person need Italian if they are going to purchase property in Italy? Is it required? Let me say that from a legal standpoint, uh, while it's not necessary to speak Italian, so to be fluent in Italian to be able to speak, it is necessary, legally speaking, to be able to understand uh, the final deed of sale, which will be signed in front of an Italian notary and which will be read by an Italian notary. So if the notary and of course here we are at the end of the process and then we'll talk about the uh, the, the early stage stages of the process but if the notary uh, thinks that you cannot understand italian while you're standing before the notary the sale will not continue so it's very important that if you're planning on buying a property in italy at least for the very last step of the process you get a translator or an interpreter, actually, I should say, uh, for yourself if you cannot understand Italian. Or the alternative is to have somebody else uh, sign on your behalf. But let's take a few steps back and let's start from the beginning of the process because, you know, the process uh, is a quite complex process in Italy, the process uh, to buy properties. And for the initial steps of the process, it's not necessary to speak Italian. So uh, the process begins with a formal offer. So when you have identified a property that you like, you will have to submit an offer. And to do so, it's not necessary to speak Italian. So you can deal with the lawyer, you can deal with Italian real estate lawyers to help you, or you can do the process by yourself. Speaking Italian at that stage of the process doesn't matter uh legally speaking of course you're going to want to be able to understand what you're buying so even the uh, ad uh that that promotes the property will probably be in italian of course if it's in english it's better but if it's in italian only then you might want to uh, get the help of somebody who can help you understand what you are um, submitting an offer for but let's take a few steps back and let's talk about the early stages of the process the purchase process in italy it's quite long and complex and uh, it involves several steps the first of which is the formal offer so the process starts with the uh, person who wants to buy um, who submits the formal offer to the seller and that's normally done after uh, the potential buyer has seen an ad on the internet and the ad will probably be in Italian lately we have seen an increase of uh, advertisements for properties on sale that are already in English but uh, it's known that in Italy the use of English is not um, 
as common as it is in other countries. So you can expect some uh, listings to be in Italian only. And of course, you're going to want to understand what you're submitting an offer for. And in those cases, it might be helpful to use a lawyer or Italian real estate lawyers, of course. But from a legal standpoint, uh, during these early stages of the process, uh, the knowledge of the Italian language is absolutely not a legal requirement. And it's not required to speak Italian even for the subsequent step of the process, meaning the preliminary agreement. Now, we have talked about the purchase process extensively in other videos, and uh, we have said that the second step of the process uh, to purchase a property in Italy is the preliminary agreement, which some people decide not to do, but it's advisable to enter into a preliminary agreement to give you the time to do some due diligence before you finalize the contract of sale before the notary. And like I just said, speaking Italian is not required to enter into a preliminary agreement, at least from a legal standpoint. Of course, you're, again, you're going to want to understand what you're signing. So getting the help of a translator or uh, a lawyer or Italian real estate lawyers, of course, might be advisable. And then, like I said, uh, for the final step of the process, which is the one before the Italian public notary, it is required from a legal standpoint to understand Italian. And therefore, it's mandatory to use a translator if you don't understand Italian, or there's a practical a solution to bypass that problem, which is to give power of attorney to an attorney or another trusted person, which is what uh, many of our clients end up doing, meaning that you're not the one signing the agreement, the final agreement of sale, but there is another person who signs in your name and in your behalf. So you are the one who acquires the property rights, but there is another one executing, another person executing the agreement on your behalf. And in this scenario, it's legally required that only your agent who is signing the agreement speaks Italian and understands Italian. And it's not required for you who are the one that receives the ownership right to speak Italian. Thank you so much, Marco. And just to take a quick little detour here, something I'm curious about for your clients and anybody who might be working with ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. What would it look like if they are having you sign on their behalf and uh, or if they are there and you guys are acting as interpreters? Um, how will they understand the deed itself? Will you translate it on the spot for them or will you send them a, a translated copy via email? How would that look on the back end for someone who is one of your clients for uh, anybody who may be curious about that? If the client chooses to have uh, us represent them uh, before the notary, so we sign on their behalf based on the power of attorney, then the um, client sometimes requires that we provide the final deed of sale translated into English, which of course we get from the notary beforehand and send to the client via, via email. On the other hand, if the client is there and we act there as interpreters, then the deed of sale will be translated on the spot for the client. 
Well, thank you so much, Marco, for coming along on that little detour to explain how it is that you work with your clients. But a a very important factor, because you've talked about that you would be able to, your your firm would be able to sign on behalf of your client uh, the deed. How does that actually work to go through the ability for ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com to have uh, the power of attorney to be able to act on behalf of your clients? That's a very good question. So uh, what happens is normally that our clients are in the U.S. uh, or in their country where they reside and they uh, have traveled to Italy already or they have no plans of traveling to Italy and they want us to complete the transaction. In these situations, we provide the clients with a power of attorney that we either send via uh, email or that the clients can collect uh, from our American offices, and they will have to sign the power of attorney before a public notary. And there are two ways to go about this. The power of attorney could be a bilingual, so both in English and uh, Italian, a bilingual document. Uh, however, some notaries in the U.S., they will not accept a bilingual document. They will only execute and countersign documents that are in English only. Uh, in which case the power of attorney is drafted in English only so the client can understand it, the notary will have no problem with it, and then the power of attorney will be sent to Italy to be translated into Italian for the Italian notary, and the translation will need to be certified, so we will prepare the translation from English into Italian and certify it before a clerk of the court in Italy, and then use it uh, before the uh, Italian public notary. Very interesting. And so that's the interaction there between you and your client, you, your client and the notary. But what about the client and the real estate agents that you will be working with or uh, your client and the owner of the property? How will that interaction look like from the perspective of your client? So I'd say, uh, like I said before, that in the recent year, I've seen an increase in the number of English-speaking people in Italy. But I'd say that uh, talking about Europe in general, uh, Italy and, and Spain, maybe, along with France, are countries where not everybody speaks English fluently. So when you interact with a real estate agent, you can expect some of them to be very fluent in English and some others to be less fluent in English, um, and as for the property owners, they it depends probably on their uh, where they're from, their age. Uh, younger people tend to speak uh, better English in Italy. So if you're dealing maybe with an elderly property owner, you might find yourself in a situation where you need uh, somebody to help you because the owner does not understand English well so you might want to rely on an attorney or on italianrealestatelawyers.com to help you with this purchase and just to explain further what we do on the back end uh, our goal is to make the whole transaction simple and safe for our clients so we'll take care of all the communications with uh, potential real estate agents involved and uh, we will talk directly with the owner and of course we will deal with the notary so we will act not only as the middleman with um you know between the client and all the parties involved in italy but uh, we will advise the client and represent the client in the whole transaction so we really make it 
uh, a what if three transaction where the client doesn't really have to worry about anything and they can just uh, trust us with the whole process. And we have a package, which is our full package, where we, um, after the client has chose, chosen the property, we uh, take the client to the finish line and we start uh, from the very beginning, so from the formal offer, and we go all the way to the uh, deed of sale, and we even offer um, services after the sale is complete. Our post-sale package includes uh, setting up utilities and and paying taxes, so annual taxes and property taxes. So then, just to quickly round up the episode, so from what you are saying, and correct me if I'm wrong here, it sounds as though that it's required that you understand the deed of sale and technically speak Italian. However, even if you don't speak Italian and you don't have that grasp of the language, and uh, it's still possible to have someone act on your behalf, um, from what you were saying, as though it also sounds as though that there is no linguistic certification required, unlike citizenship. But regardless of your level of Italian, whether you do speak the language or not, that there are ways to move forward through the process um, and various options that an individual from anywhere in the world would have available to them. Or am I mistaken? That's correct. Well, that's absolutely wonderful then. Glad to hear I'm not wrong. <laughs> anyway, Marco, of course, if anybody is needing help with the process to purchase property in Italy and may need someone there who does speak Italian, how can they get in contact with you and your team of Italian speakers? People can contact us through our website, italianrealestatelawyers.com or call us. Our number is on our website. Well, absolutely fantastic. It's great also that you guys have the services uh, available to not only purchase the home and the, the post-purchase uh, services, but as well as the services to be able to help somebody relocate to Italy and make Italy their home. But of course, if you're interested in more conversations about Italian real estate, make sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube channel as well as the audio-only podcast where we get into these topics quite regularly. But of course, if you are subscribed to the YouTube channel, that means you are also automatically subscribed to the Italian Citizenship podcast, a project where Marco and I talk about the legal aspects of making Italy your home um, and topics related to citizenship and beyond. Also, if you're interested in more topics about life abroad or living abroad, be sure to come over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash or you can search for Not Your Average Globetrotter on YouTube, Google, or your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Of course, thank you again, Mr. Marco Permunian from ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. I'm Rafael Di Furia. Stay safe and healthy out there, and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.